You are now tuned into the School of Higher Thought podcast, where we explore the realm of personal development. We aim to upgrade your life through lessons learned from your personal experience. Episodes are released every Sunday. For more updates and other empowering content, please follow our other social medias in the description below. I hope you've got your notepads ready. Class is in session. First and foremost, let's get started on fishing pips. It's been a long journey, man. It's been a very long journey. Uh, you accelerated it though by a lot. You get me. So we've gone a lot further than I thought we would in a short amount of time. So listen, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting us to do much bigger things in 2022. All I did was I just told people about it. what you did was the real footwork. You're the one who brought in the results that allowed me to talk about it so loud and proud. <laughs> so you yeah, got to give a quick round of applause for Ricky right now. <laughs> Love my just a quick word. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like as if you base everything on results, then that's what will um, push clients towards you, etc. Because... I feel like too many people nowadays rely on marketing more than anything else. And I wanted to change that. I Obviously, I know that it will take a lot longer to grow, but at least it will grow organically. And I'll have a good reputation in terms of like word of mouth um, advertising. People will be able to tell other people that, yeah, this is someone that I learned from and actually benefited off and not just that they paid a fee and walked away with nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, most definitely. There's a lot of services out there that, I feel like the people who are providing the services, they're putting profits over people. And because of that, they're just forking money out of people, but they're not giving the people that are paying for the service enough value to make it worthwhile. And that's why like, they're struggling to sustain a proper long-term business model. Yeah, of course. And um, this, is, see, th- this is why I do things so I can force good habits. Like, for example, like um, in our chat, I always talk a lot about, obviously, risk management, um, not going in with all your capital all at once, um, not buying into hype, etc. And the thing is, um, obviously, some people, I feel like they would be upset at the fact that they didn't benefit off some of these like scam coins, etc. And other investments that tend to do ridiculous gains in a short amount of time. Mm. But the thing is, if you start doing that, it becomes a habit. Eventually, it's going to ruin you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it might work once, twice, if you're lucky, three times. But, like, when when you keep doing it, eventually, when you invest in the wrong thing and you believe very heavily because of your past experience that it will, like, bear fruit again, that's usually when people set, set themselves up for failure. Yeah, most definitely. I see that quite a lot as well. Exactly. Um, see, this is the thing. It's not like it's um, uncommon to see it as well. Like, Aaron probably... Probably everybody we know knows somebody that has done that. Mm. We've even got some clients who who made that mistake. Like they might have went against something that we've said, and yeah. they 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 moved their coins into a sh- quotation a sh- shit coin, and yeah, then they've well, now then now they're saying, "Oh, bro, like help me! I've well, lost my money." Blah blah blah. 
Well, there's one thing you need to understand, bro, yeah, is that we're not regulated financial advisors. So we have to mm. tell people to do their due diligence and make their own decisions. 100%. You know I mean? We provide our own opinion. And obviously more time, as we've seen in the last two years, we've been right more than we've been wrong. Mm. But yeah, these, these people will, if, if, if you don't enforce the good habits from the start, they will continue to do the same thing over and over and over again. Mm. And then they'll blame the the system that you provide rather than themselves as well. Yeah. They'll think that, oh, like, why, why aren't these people helping me? Why aren't they getting me out of the same uh, problem that I put myself in? Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then it becomes a sense of, like, uh, entitlement, etc. Like, I pay for your service. But the thing is, like, like I said, we're, we're not regulated financial advisors. People need to do their own due diligence. Um, they make their own decisions. But I feel like, you know, when they make that mistake is when mm. they wake up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So sometimes it's quite necessary for them to do that. Yeah, most definitely. I feel like it's like a wake-up call for them. Because like when you see your, your money going down, you're like, oh, shit, I need to fix up. I need to see what mistake I made. And that's how you kind of turn your losses into, into your lessons. And it's just like, that's just the price you pay to gain more knowledge and not harm yourself the same way. It's kind of like when you're a child, you bump into things and you fall off of things and you, and you learn, okay, cool. I'm not going to jump on that chair and act a fool in it because it might imbalance and now I'll, I'll drop off and hurt myself. Do you know what I mean? I feel like it's the same thing, but in, in, course, in the yeah. investment space, in crypto, in Forex and everything. You can't learn to walk if you don't fall. You know what I mean? Mm, 100%. But yeah, like like I was saying, like if as long as we enforce good habits, people can't really complain about what we're saying because eventually they will see other people benefiting of what we're saying. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then um, it will click in their heads like, oh, why didn't I just listen from the start and mm. um, pay more attention to what I'm doing? Because th- the thing is, people think sometimes like you can just put your money in at any time. And mm. like, as long as you join the wave at a certain point, you're bound to make money. But the thing is, it's like um, you get this expected gain. Like, and when you join the party late, and you don't get that expected gain, you sometimes you don't even take profit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like, mm. let's say for example, when the when the lawsuit happened um, with XRP, people wanted to buy Bitcoin, obviously, because that's what people were shilling. But mm. if we look at what's happened since then, Bitcoin's only risen 100%, well, whereas stuff like XRP, um, well, just XRP would have been a better investment at that time because it went from 10 cents to $2. Mm. you know what i'm saying mm. so like i feel like um people have people are always going to do that though so they're always going to miss one opportunity one major opportunity which makes them like fix up um mm. i've had uh, many clients for example when like even when bitcoin was at three three to four k i was telling people to buy then you know what i mean in 2020 mm. after the stock market crash and people didn't want to listen then because the banks were saying it's going to go to zero. Yeah. But then when, when it's at 68K and 60K <laughs> and the, the banks are saying 100K, people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. JP Morgan said this. So like, it must be true. Mm. And then, it's, it's a vicious cycle, bro. It, it, then, it happens to everyone. And then they realize slowly that the same people that's telling them, oh yeah, buy it, buy it, buy it, are the same people who's also selling it. Exactly. <laughs> 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 yeah that's a, that, that's the thing like they're listening to the wrong people 
And mm-hmm. um, it's because the the media is very good at coming across like they have your their best. I mean, your best interest at heart. Mm. You get me, like masters of manipulation. That's why I, you know, that's that's originally why I also decided to work with you as well because even just by the way how you talk in your story, I can tell that you really care about the people that look up to you and the people that are your clients. And even even me being a client of yours at one point, um, I remember in that situation, I think it was RTX, uh, was the service that, that I was at the time. Oh, yeah. And, and then that's, yeah. When, that's when he gave me the opportunity. He was like, oh, you know, if you bring me a couple of clients, I will give you the service for free. I was like, okay, cool. And then that showed me that you cared enough, like, about people because you easily could have just been like well fuck off do you know what I mean you easily could have just done that and, and yeah. I, I, I know there's a plenty of people that would have done that but ju- just because you didn't do that it made me realise okay cool this person that like, they care about their reputation they care about other people and making sure that they also get the good side of the deal as well I'll be honest with you though yo. Um, likewise though you got results that made me want to keep you on you know what I'm saying so um, as much as you're making me out to seem like an angel it's not really like that you know what I'm saying like Mm. I do care about people 110% and I want to work with somebody that has that same passion as me and same um, like drive to better other people as well but um, in addition to how you are as a person it was your results that that actually like drove me to keep you on as well mm. i'm saying and um obviously i'm telling you that because bro like you you have to understand that you you have a lot of value as well do you know what i mean like you, you provide you provide a lot of value to the clients yourself so mm. end of the day like it's 50 50 <laughs> you know what i mean yeah literally like <laughs> yeah, that's that, that that's it man like um, as long as that's when I first met you. I said that as long as we work together, like we, we'll go far, isn't it? Like you have mm. to worry about, um, like how big we'll make this. I know it will go far. It's just I needed somebody that can um, resonate on my level as well. You know mm. what I'm saying? And doesn't mm. have their own like um self in- interest at heart. Yeah, their ulterior motives and trying to do backhand you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Well, yeah. I remember you was reading a book a while back called, um, what was it? Thinking, thinking Fast and Slow. Yeah, Thinking Fast and Slow. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that book's about um, your um, your two brain functions. So like, you have two brain systems which um, basically constantly fight against each other. Mm. And um, your brain literally tries to use the least amount of energy for every task possible. Mm. So, like, let's say, for example... Um, yeah, system one is like when you're on a train it's like your lazy part like survival instincts and stuff so when you see someone sketchy um you're like point them out in a crowd etc in it um yeah but let, let's say for example um your other half of your brain is a lot more attentive and will pay attention to detail so um for example when you're trying to look at um a person in the crowd and pick out your friend you know what i mean like mm. you'd be able to distinguish a certain face from everybody else's, so it's like a filter. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and these two brain uh, functions are like constantly fighting against each other. So um, I'll give you an example. Um, when you um, 
when you gamble, yeah, some people, if if you give a person the scenario, so whether they take five hundred dollars, yeah, in, in a safe scenario, or if they'd, I think it was, um, choose to double up their money, um, most people would, um, choose a safer option, because mm. it's to do with like, um, the survival part of your brain, etc., isn't it? Mm. Even though the stakes are the same, because the thing is, you didn't have that five hundred to start with, right? You get me. So even if you tried to, um, what's it called, double your money, um, it wouldn't make a difference. So um, one of the principles is to leave your emotions at home. Obviously, we say that as a trade, as trading, um, as traders, isn't it? Yeah. You get me. Is to leave your emotions at home because what people tend to do now. Let let's use it in an. Um, in another scenario where let's say for example um okay let's say some people tend to think here that um making 500 dollars yeah double is more significant than um than losing half of your money when you have two thousand dollars you know what I mean? Mm. It, it's mm. a it's a it's a principle actually in the book. I forgot what it is exactly, um, but um, you basically get a reduced sensitivity to how much money you're losing depending on how much money you have. Do you know what right. I'm saying? So, like, say when you have a hundred thousand, losing a thousand dollars isn't going to affect you as much as when you have ten thousand dollars and you lose a thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's right. the same, but because it's a different amount that you have it feels different, the impact is different because when you think about that 1,000 or 10,000, that's what that's like one-tenth of it. Yeah, Whereas exactly. with it's 100,000, it's like literally we, one hundredth. But even if we put it in a, in a um, if, we, if we make the numbers the exact same, like percentage-wise, mm. they like you're losing 10% of 100,000, but you're losing 10% of 10,000, I'm pretty sure that 10,000 would hurt a little bit more. Mm. You get me? 10,000 will hurt a little bit more because it's it's a significantly higher number. Mm. You know what I mean? But what, what in, in terms of percentages, it's the exact same, right? Yeah. You get me? So there's no difference whether you lost 1,000 of 10,000 or 10,000 of 100,000. Mm. You get me? So that, this is what I mean. Like, um, your brain has this um, uh, problem where it tends to be less sensitive to when you lose um, when you lose more money um, when you when you when you lose more money and you have more money you get me I mean mm. it didn't make sense in in that example I just gave but like um, you get the gist of what I'm saying mm. you get me when you lose obviously when you lose a thousand dollars and you have a hundred thousand it's a lot less painful when you have ten thousand dollars and you lose a thousand dollars even though mm. you lost the exact same amount of money mm. as well i mean if we put it that way then it, yeah it, it does make sense you get me because you're still yeah. losing a thousand dollars lost the exact same yeah um obviously it all depends on 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 numbers and how you are as a person as well because some people can see it as a a mad loss some people can see it as minor you know what I'm saying? Like the the way I when I talk to different traders, especially people that uh, leverage trade, um, obviously I know a lot of people that trade futures and stuff. 
and they risk five to ten percent of their account like it's nothing. Mm. You get me per trade, but I just don't have the stomach to do that. I've seen some people risk like half of their account, fifty percent. Yeah, and they're happy to and they're happy to do that. You get me, but I like scared. two trades and that's <laughs> it. Everything's gone. Yeah, it's interesting though because because like before crypto, we're forex traders. So when we step into the crypto realm, we carry the same disciplines that we as we have with forex into crypto and i find that a lot of people who have just jumped into the crypto game today they've kind of they've, they've gone in with, with the mindset of i want money i want money i want money so then they end up risking their a whole arm and leg just to get into a certain trade and then they start losing money and then they're like oh this game is, is vicious it's this and that but this is something that you teach inside of the uh, the premium channel as well you, you told the, you told the clients listen just focus on risk management and I feel yeah. like that's what a lot of people are just missing today. Like, what, 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 if you could talk to some of those people right now, like, what would you tell them in terms of the risk management aspects? How could they improve in it? It's, it's their expectancy for gains that's too big. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Because they see traders online with 100K accounts, but more than that, and, and they're making, like, a £1,000, £2,000 a day, and they're trying to do the same thing with £10,000. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's the thing is is that they don't understand is that that same trader went through a long process as well mm. to get to where he is. So like this is the one part that's always left out because it's always a rags to riches story, isn't it? Yeah. But um I guess see this is where um how I was talking about marketing and results. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. when your marketing keeps showing that you you went from rags to riches, everyone starts believing it. Mm. You know and um, I mean, it does happen for some people. It's not like it n- never happens, is it? Some people do like bang a few trades and go from zero to a hundred. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they become <laughs> they go from zero to hero in a, in an instant. Mm. But see, the same people that tend to carry those habits because they've made such a large amount of money in such a short amount of time with no actual thought process, it becomes like the lottery. Mm. you know what i mean you become like a lottery winner and you think it's gonna keep happening but it just doesn't yeah Yeah. it's even like sometimes they would over risk and over leverage with the expectancy of winning just how they won before but the past doesn't define the future just because you won in the past doesn't mean the next trade that you're gonna place is gonna be as successful as the previous exactly and the thing is you only have a limited amount of capital and every time you lose a certain amount it takes double that effort to make it back Mm. you know what Mm. i'm saying so like if you lose 50 percent of your account you have to double your money yeah you know what i'm saying you have to make a hundred percent gain to make it back that's that's a lot of effort you know what i mean and Mm. it's it can be quite endearing it can have a toll on your mental health. You know what I'm saying? And when people mm. go, go around in circles, they just literally... They just, it's, it's like self-harm, bro. <laughs> That's the way I see it. <laughs> yeah. You get me? Like, you're just, you're just hurting yourself because you're not learning from your mistakes. Mm. Yeah. I feel, I feel like once... Um, once traders get past that stage, if they manage to, um, by, like, um, perseverance, then, yeah then they end up becoming good. And sometimes it takes people six months, sometimes it takes them a year, two years. Like, but like I've I've heard of some people say that I've been trading for like five years and I'm still not profitable. Mm. How long have you been trading for? 
four years. Four years now. Yeah. What was it that got you started? Like, what was the... the... Oh, it was easy because I was getting lucky. Oh, so you, you kind of had the same thing. Where yeah, it's like... same thing. Yeah, so I know. Yeah. I know. That's the thing. Because I've had the experience and because I've seen so many people. Like, because when I was trading... Um, so uh, I've said it before on Black Bezos' podcast. Uh, shout out to him as well. Um, that I, I was trading options originally. Um, and they were losing me money. And then I got into like um, a network marketing company. So when I was actually doing Forex for the first time, I had loads of people around me that were doing the same thing. But um, yeah, we were all we all didn't know what we were doing. Mm. Uh, and because everybody lost money through the robot etc um people started um like trying to trade by themselves and obviously i got lucky quite a few times and then when i started trading by myself what happened i lost my money mm. give me because i thought i was going to carry on that luck that i had throughout the other th- uh, throughout the other trades on my own account and it just didn't work out mm. give me. and, like, I, and uh, I did stupid things like like I said, like I up my risk management when I thought, oh yeah, this is easy. Like it's just gonna keep going well. I was just on a lucky streak. That's all it was mm. for a whole month. Beginner's luck. Yeah, that's it. It's funny though because it's like because you had that lack of knowledge, that ignorance. It's like you hadn't you hadn't experienced the downfalls yet for you to be like, okay, cool. The next trade that I place could be a failing one. Shall I tell you something? I lose yeah, more trades now. Oh, for real? But you're more yeah. profitable now. But mate, I bought a profit more now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because the risk management is always on point. Yeah, that's literally the key, man. It's literally the key. I I remember when I first started trading, and I was going through a lot of ups and downs. I remember it got to a point where I had like a one k account, and I would make like six hundred pounds in like three trades. And yeah. I thought I was the king of the earth when that happened. Because I was thinking, <laughs> I, I was what? I was 18 at, the, at, that, at that time. So I'm like, yo, I'm 18. I just made 600 pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I kid day. you not. The trade I took after that, I got so excited. I felt, I, I felt like I was, I was invincible. I pinned all of my like, I pretty much just over-risked to a stupid amount. And I ended up blowing my account. Yeah, and that in itself is just a testimony to like how important risk management is. Like, if you don't manage your risk, if you don't see it as like the next trade that you take will probably be a failing trade, okay. how yeah. am I going to mitigate against that that, see, that worst case scenario? That's see, how you mean. That's how you maintain um your your trading account. Sorry to interrupt you, bro. For all the people that are listening to this, this is exactly like the same kind of things that I tell people that talk to me in person like friends even that i know personally um uh, i met obviously one of our clients the other day he's he's a good friend of mine and he said the exact same thing like why do i keep failing and Mm. obviously you just ask them like can i see your trades can um can you tell me like what you're doing etc and that is the common theme like people tend to just always take that overconfident trade which takes them back to square one Mm. you get me and and the thing is, when people lose their profit, they want to make that profit back so bad they end up going into a loss. Yeah, start chasing it. Yeah, that's literally. I think that's what happened to me as well. When I th- when I first lost money, I was like, "Oh no, I got to make back that six bills I just I just made." 
then it was just a downward spiral from there because you kind of get addicted as well. Like you kind of get caught in a chase and it's just, it's kind of like how when you play poker, when you see... um. To be honest, I don't play poker, bro. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't play poker either. But I've seen like a, it was a film. I don't remember what film it was, but it's like you will see the the bankers and stuff, right? They were all playing yeah. poker, and then there's one of them that mm-hmm. they kept on losing, and they kept on saying, "No, I want give me more money. I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue. I'm, I know it's the next one. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win." And they keep on doing it again Isn't and it again and again and again. Fallacy when people think like that. It might be. Uh, I think I've heard of that before. It's like when um. Yeah, people think that the luck should change just because, um, like, say, for example, you've got, I don't know, like, three sixes in a row. The next one has to be different, no? Mm. But to be honest, all the odds are exactly the same. Yeah, literally. I don't think there's, there are any contributing factors that would change it directly in your favour. It's all the same thing, and most of the time, the house is going to win. Yeah, the die or die still goes from hand to the table. That's it. That's mm. the same thing. <laughs> You know what I mean? There's, a, like, there's no changing factor as to what the odds will be, as to whether another six will come or not. You get me? Mm. But people get caught up like that. And, and see, this is how people lose in, in trading as well. Mm. Because they think, like you said, the next one it has to be a winning trade. It has to be a winning trade. Um, obviously, you said the poker hand. It has to be a winning hand. But um, the thing is, as long as people keep in mind that the next one could be the failing one that blows their account, then they'll be fine. Mm. literally it's literally just like that it's just about preparing for the worst and making sure that you're ready for it and I think what's interesting as well is that what I love about Forex and crypto and, and all of this financial instruments that you can use it teaches you a lot about life as well like I, I also want to ask you about that as well what kind of lessons from Forex did you learn that translated into your personal life to help you become who you are today I feel like patience and discipline. Mm. I mean, the funny thing about me is when I was younger, I had a lot more discipline until like um, stuff happened in my family life. And then I, I stopped and lost all that discipline. Mm. But Forex and trading brought that back into my life. Mm. Because um, like you, ha- you have to be aware of what's going on constantly. Mm. You know I mean? And obviously exercising patience takes discipline. Most definitely. Like take, take, having the patience to enter at the right time, etc. Like late, even lately, like I, I haven't had that same patience, and I can feel it in myself. Mm. You know what I mean? But like because I'm so aware of it, I feel like it's very easy to correct. Yeah, it's just you about know? bringing awareness to it first. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And not being in denial about it as well. I feel like mm. initially I was in denial about it, and then I was like, okay, no, nah, I'm, I'm actually like consistently losing. Mm. Like I need to start. Um, uh, like having a little bit, bit, bit more patience with what I'm doing, you mm. know what I mean. And it's, it's, I've, I've noticed that it's that, it's always that time where I have a losing streak, and then have that one time where I'm just, I just think, all right, cool, I'll just be a bit more patient this time. That flips you back into that, um, winning mode. Mm. You know what I mean? Most because, definitely. Because you're like, oh shit, it paid off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know literally. What I'm like, what am I doing? What have I been doing this whole time? Mm. Yeah, you see, and, and I know you've seen me do that quite a lot as well with, with the HF channel. There will be times when I might go on like a losing streak of like 5%. And then the next week I'm like, cool, let me be more patient. I exercise that patience and next you know in that week I've made, let's take for example, 20% in that one week. Yeah. I know. It's, 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 it's ridiculous how important patience is. And it's interesting how it's just 
that's just something that develops within you and that translates in so many other things in your life. Like, for example, I know you do martial arts as well. It must... I, um, just just a just a quick one um i haven't done martial arts in a long long time but mm. i'm still very interested in martial arts that's the yeah thing. You so was you not doing um what are called nunchucks you still nunchucks. doing them? yeah 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 like i practice with stuff oh, okay cool, etc cool, cool, like cool, i try cool. and keep myself um well keep my muscle memory intact isn't it for like mm. movement and stuff so i make sure like i do practice here and there yeah and i always have done and it's just like just in general, just like any other guy, like, bro, you just do do stuff in your own time, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like, no one thinks to just pick up nunchucks unless you're fucking interested in them and want to swing them around, innit? Yeah, so it's a very niche thing, like, no one thinks, yeah, let me just swing this nunchuck around. Like, to even yeah. buy the nunchuck, it's, it's a very, you just have to be interested in it. Uh, of all the people I know, there's only one guy I know that can use nunchucks. For real? No, sorry, two. Make that two because of one guy on Snapchat as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But other than that, I only know one person personally that's into like stuff like nunchucks, etc., and uses them, isn't it, properly? And he's a martial artist. But mm. other than that, like you said, it's a very niche thing. Like not many people are interested in um that kind of stuff. I mean, like people are now because of the UFC being a lot more mainstream, um, are interested in martial arts. But obviously, <laughs> and shout out to you as well, like <laughs> going into the octagon and that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Making, turning people's faces into memes and stuff. <laughs> you know what, though? Is it, when I was in that Octagon, it's a, it's a interesting experience. It's like, even when I have that memory of just being there, it felt like I was in prison. It's going to sound mad, but it felt like I was <laughs> like a, in prison, in beef with someone. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like in prison, everything's closed off. Everything is like, you're, you're disconnected from the outside world. It's all caged in. Uh, let's say if you're inside of a cell, it's like, it's just you and that yeah. cell. And yeah, maybe your, yeah, your, yeah. your bunk mate, if you have one. Yeah, it felt yeah. like that. Like I was in a yard with someone just knocking it out. <laughs> I hear that. And then you just have everyone with their hormones fucking going mad, bro. Literally. Background. <laughs> crazy. I can't lie, though. If anyone is out there and they want to, like, get into martial arts or anything like that, I highly recommend it. Like, even the philosophy that you learn from it, not from necessarily, like, you won't read up on something, just, like, develop that philosophy, or you, or you might do. But you'll probably learn something along the way about yourself or about the world as you're doing it, as you're embracing the movements. And, do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. I feel like... Um philosophy in martial arts is very important like if you look mm. at even one of the greatest martial artists like bruce lee you get me like a lot mm. of his philosophy was very good mm. you know I mean? like, Be like pour, water. The, pour, the, pour, the, pour the water into the cup it becomes a cup etc like mm. bruce lee was a very big idol of mine that's why like for example i like nunchucks etc mm. so that was your inspiration for picking up the nunchucks in the first place yeah like because even my martial art that i studied didn't they didn't we didn't use uh, nunchucks in our dojo Mm. What you martial arts did you study? Uh, taekwondo. Okay, so that's more like kicks and strikes. Yeah, but like they use nunchucks stuff. It's just like this particular dojo didn't use it, innit? Mm. Yeah, like, I mean, like I've seen people that do taekwondo use nunchucks, etc. Use weaponry. But um, yeah, and, and another thing, we, we never did it, obviously. So that was out of self-interest that I wanted to pick up nunchucks. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like, when you're young and, like, your dad's showing you stuff like Bruce Lee movies, etc., 
you get me and then you watch um interviews of the guy and you actually see what kind of person he is mm. and the discipline that he had every day to like become the person he was you know what i mean mm. and it is actually crazy how much he used to train mm. you get me like inhumane yeah <laughs> yeah Literally. It was, it's actually crazy um obviously people don't even believe the kind of feats he accomplished because there's not much like video footage or stuff like that of him yeah like actually like having real fights and stuff like that but mm. um there's plenty of stories and people um people that um lived during his era would tell it as well i'm pretty sure um it man was his actual master as well yeah it man yeah he was his master wing chun yeah you know what I'm saying? So, like, these are all people that accounted for um, how good of a martial artist he was and how mm. how much discipline and how much dedication he had to what he wanted to do. Mm. Yeah. And not only that, he wanted to bring martial arts to the United States and make like, bring it to Western culture, you know what I mean? Mm. That in itself was a big move for him as well because that was, like, almost looked down upon as well because they knew that was going to get com- commercialised kind of thing. They wanted to keep it in the culture of the Eastern philosophy kind of thing. But I mean, then as it kind of gave off onto the West. Yeah, yeah. They I used think, it for their own kind of thing. I think he actually had run-ins with people over that. Yeah. Like, from his own community. Like saying that, like, why are you teaching the Westerners our our philosophy? You know what I mean? Mm. Like this is our combat style, etc. Yeah. I mean, it's understandable. Obviously, if you look at what all the West has done to the, <laughs> to the East over the years, etc. Then can you blame him? Literally. You get me? Um, but yeah, man, Bruce Lee is one of the uh, big inspirations in my in my life as well. Mm. Who are some other inspirations in your life? Do you, is it just Bruce Lee, or is it do you have like people except for different things? I'm not gonna lie, I can't I can't even recall people off the top of my head. It's more like um, you'd have to like trigger it, and <laughs> I'd remember them. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but I generally listen to different entrepreneurs, etc. Like I listen to a variety of people. Um, I tend to like to listen to authors like that have written books as so people like Napoleon Hill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Earl Nightingale. Like mm. I tend to listen to their, their old books, even though like um, people think that it wouldn't be relative today, but I feel like it's very relative to my mindset mm. and how I feel every single day. Yeah. Because, um, I feel, I feel like everything stems from there, from, from my, from the way I think. Mm. Most definitely. As long as I'm... Um, because uh, I feel like... Um, you know when um, you listen to people in, in these days, they're very opinionated. Mm. But... Um, but people like Earl Nightingale and Napoleon Hill, they genuinely wanted to help people become the best version of themselves. Mm. And it, I feel like it's very true that I've, that everything starts with the way you think. You mm. get me? Like you can think and grow rich. You can, you can think your way into being a completely different person. You can change your whole identity if you think you are someone else. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, mm. like no, no one has to um, keep your image as something that uh, they branded you. You know what I'm saying? It's like when I wanted to become um, someone of um, like influence and and doing good rather than being known as a drug dealer yeah you know what i mean and the first step was thinking i'm 
I'm different. Like, I, I am that. You know what I mean? Mm. And if I thought that, if I kept thinking that, oh, I'm only going to be a drug dealer, I'm only going to sell weed and shit like that, then it never would have changed. Mm. You get me? It's like, probably uh, stay the same. Yeah, pe- people don't realize sometimes their own wor- worst enemy is their own own thinking, their own mind. Mm. You get me? It'll stop you from doing a lot of things as well. Because Most definitely. Y- your mind is, is always um, playing tricks on you and telling you, oh, like people might think like this and um, what if you fail and etc. Like, But you need to take control of these emotions. You get me? And take control of the way you think. Like you can redirect your thoughts into positive thinking if you want mm. like it, it, it's weird like people say that um i have like an insensitive uh, uh they, they say uh, they'll say i'm insensitive to depression and stuff like that mm. because of like the fact that i say that it's as easy as changing your thinking but mm. i feel like even though i don't like to admit it to myself that maybe at one point in my life i was depressed you know what mm. i mean and when I started thinking different is when I started feeling a lot better about myself. Mm. You get me? So it's not ju- just the fact that, um, I'm not just saying it, it's the fact that I've kind of done it. You've lived it. You get me? I feel like I've lived it. And mm. I feel like I bring other people out of that when I talk to them as well. Mm. And I try to. Because like when they explain like how they feel, I feel like, all right, cool. That I kind of did feel like that at that time, isn't it? Mm. But, but the the sooner you take control of your thoughts is the sooner you can, like, move towards the direction you want to go in. Mm. Mm. You know what? As well, um, connecting to what you've just said, I think even in my life as well, I've seen that. Uh, at one point, I was depressed, and through changing my thinking patterns and giving myself almost a new identity you know saying i'm not i'm no longer this person i am now this person yeah or, yeah. or, or setting a new standard for myself i, I totally started to live mm. by that standard and mm. through living by that standard it then brought the results of the person who is of that standard exactly. and i think that's what is the thing that people don't realize that when you change your thoughts you're changing your actions and then through changing your actions you're changing your results and then your results then change your thinking again because then once you get that result you, you start actually believing that raw like of course oh yes. i am this person I, yeah, I really sorry, am I here. yeah yeah you're you're 100 right um <laughs> you should build on that point <laughs> literally <laughs> literally like that that's a very good point it's true because people um people start realizing oh damn like it worked mm. you get me so now what if i 10x that mm. and start feeling like um on top of the world constantly you get me and then it becomes addictive when they start realizing <laughs> oh well, like this is just constantly working like everything mm-hmm. i'm doing is going right because of how i'm feeling mm. i feel like you put a lot of emphasis on health so obviously you talk a lot about what people digest so content wise and diet wise as well mm. you get me so mm. um i know this is about i know this is a podcast for me but enlighten us <laughs> would you would you would you want to know would you know just your perspective on it on health on that on what you're digesting yeah so like in relation to what we're saying so um i'm saying that it starts with your thinking but um 
it also depends on the other things that you're doing in your life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I know exactly. Okay, right, cool. So my perspective of it is, is as simple as this. Linking back to what I just said, right? So your thoughts turn into actions and your actions turn into results. Yeah. Now, we need to think about what influences our thoughts. It's the information that we're, we're receiving because that information turns... It goes inside of you, then it forms a mindset or forms an opinion, and then that opinion turns into action, which is action. Mm-hmm. So information, when you break down that word. Yeah. So when you're taking in your information through, whether it's uh, coming through your five senses, right? So sight, sound, taste, smell. touch, smell, all of it. When you're taking in information, whether it's through social media, whether you're smelling certain sense, like, you know, that, that's why people use aromatherapy. But... If you're taking in different information and you're more intentional with it, you can actually design your environment to cater towards the thoughts that you wish to have. If you wish to think positive, feed yourself positive information, feed yourself positive images, feed yourself positive words. You know, don't listen to music that tells you that's just sad all of the, all of the time. Do you know what I mean? Because that's yeah. going to remind you of that. Of course, it's going to keep course. you in that cycle. If, you, if you're someone who likes watching TV, cool, fair enough. People love watching TV. Go have a little bit of entertainment here and there. But instead of tuning to something that's just negative and talks about crime and everything that's wrong with the world, like, like for example, the news. Yeah. If you choose to then replace that with audiobooks that actually inspire you, or even if you just had some art there, even that alone would, would change your thought process drastically because instead of thinking of all of the violence and all of the the nonsense that's happening around the world that affects our emotions, you start then to think, how can I create something that's similar to this? Or how can I implement this into my life? How can this course, help yeah. me? Do you know what I mean? Course, and then that yeah. then translates into the actions. Yeah, literally changes your perspective and that then translates into your actions and then goes into your results. Same you, with even... Sorry to, sorry to interrupt you, bro. No, um, it's fine. No, no, no. Hold, whatever you're saying, hold it. Remember it. <laughs> yeah but even when it comes to even the foods that we're eating when we eat certain foods that influences our thoughts too like for example let's say if you're somebody who's trying to be healthy right if you're trying to if you have a certain fitness goal if you're let's say for example if somebody's trying to lose weight lose fat mm-hmm. if you then start to eat foods that go against that goal not only are you bringing yourself further away from that from that destination that you've set for yourself you're also going to feel guilty about it and when you feel 100%. guilty about it, you 100%. might you might think like, oh, after you just eating like a, a really fatty meal, you you're gonna be like, wow, I'm I'm so greedy, I'm I'm this, I'm that, I'm fat, blah 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 blah, all these negative thoughts, and then that then it becomes a spiral. It becomes a spiral. You start doing it again because you're identifying as that person who was sloppy and greedy. Do you know what I'm saying? Rather than putting in identifying of, it oh, as a mistake, exactly, and that's the yeah. thing as well. You have to identify it as a mistake rather than you yeah, beating which, yourself up for it. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, hundred percent. Which, uh, like in, in turn, like you, like we were talking about earlier, baby steps. You know what I mean. You need to mm. fall while you're learning to walk. You know what I mean. Because mm. it's what makes you stronger. It's what get, it turns you into the character ready for the next next phase. You know what I mean. I mm. feel like everything that's gone wrong in my life happened so i was like able to handle like the pressures now you know Mm. and now like it just feels normal right and before before i I, 
I asked this next question because I, I want to link on something onto that. I want to ask you about how you deal with the pressures um, that you have today. Because as somebody who's running a service I, that, like you are, you're basically a thought leader. You are influencing people's thoughts to help them become better and put them into a better space in their lives. So I want to know like how you deal with the pressure of, of being that person. But also I want to know what you had to say before, um, just before I kind of cut you off. Oh, nothing. You it's one liner. You are what you oh, eat. Oh. You are what you eat. Isn't literal. Oh, isn't yeah, just literal. You know literally. what I mean? It's, literally, it's, it's also um, metaphorical. Like it's, mm. it's everything that you consume mm. um, has a big effect on who you are. But yeah, sorry. Uh, what? Uh, we'll go on to the next thing. What were we just saying? You said that the past, your your previous downfalls, they kind of helped you to build yourself up to become who you are today so you're able to then deal with the pressures that you currently deal oh, yeah. with today i was yeah. wondering what kind of things you do and how what kind of mindset helps you to deal with the pressures that you have today it's kind of weird like i work more mm. like but i'll do other things so like i like learning stuff because mm. i feel like um when i'm learning things it, it feels like i'm i'm progressing still and it's kind of therapeutic for me as well because it feels like um like i'll be able to implement this as well in the near future mm. you get me and i don't know why like some people might not get a kick out of learning things but i i just tend to mm. you get me i tend to like reading i tend to like um like watching videos on like history i like anything you know what i mean mm. even if it's the smallest bit of information i feel like there's you can never know too much in it Mm. You get me. You you never. Obviously, the wise man knows he knows nothing at all. Mm. Um, that being said, though, like, um, I try and like stick to my disciplines, but I'm not perfect in my disciplines either. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the gym, etc. Like, obviously, I fall off these things. Uh, obviously, I preach, um, that you you should be disciplined in these things, but obviously, like everybody else, I'm not perfect and. Mm. I have these phases as well where I can fall off. But the, what separates a successful person from an unsuccessful person is how quick they jump back on the horse. Mm. You know what I mean? How quick are you to get back up and get back into your routine, etc.? Like, even these last few days, since since um, everything slowed down during the new year, it's felt really slow. Mm. And, like, today, I told myself, all right, cool, I'm going to try, like... Um, like do some actual work like research etc you get me start start working towards my goals again because in the last last um two weeks it's just felt like everything's just been dull mm. you get me Obviously, i thought the exact same way yeah and i hate that feeling mm, i hate that good feeling. one see that's what makes me depressed and yeah like, I'm, I'm i don't even get depressed like that like i mean like it generally just makes me into a like more like moody person mm. in general you know what i mean because it's just mm. like what what am i doing with my life right now yeah i feel like it's, it's it's this particular time period of the year is one of those time periods where it's like everyone is bombarding with, with things to do and then you gotta see friends and family and then on top of that you got the market slowing down everything just feels slow and it's i feel like i don't enjoy holiday times mm. Why is that? Because it's the kick of working mm. and pushing. 
you know what I mean? Because it's not something that I think of as work. I think of as like, oh, I've got goals to achieve. Mm. You know what I mean? I want to hit certain milestones that I've set for myself. You get me? And every little, every little helps. You literally, literally. Every little helps. That, that's the way I see it. And I don't have a million years on earth. So it's best that I use my time wisely. Mm, make every second count. Yeah. If it means like um, influencing people in the right way, even having a general conversation like 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 we're having right now on your podcast, and if it even helps one person, that's a good thing for me. You know what I mean? Like hundred percent. Like I don't I don't have to affect millions and millions of people, but at least one person hears this, takes away what I'm saying, and implements it into their lives, and sees a drastic change. That's good enough for me. Mm. Leading on from that. I think that in itself is powerful because everyone thinks that in order to impact the world in a positive light, you have to be the next Malcolm X. You have to be the <laughs> necessary Malcolm X, but because this guy was standing by the window of the AK-47, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Let's take, for example, um, Gandhi or, or or the next guru. You don't have to be this type of spiritual person who's talking in front of thousands of people. You don't have to be that person. It, you changing the world, could you literally just be helping that person with their strop- with their shopping, helping them get across the road or get- getting into their house? Do you know what I mean? It's that yeah. simple to really help somebody. Um, there was even, a, I think it was a client of ours, actually. They yeah. popped up to me one time. They, they were saying how we, through our service alone, we've helped their mindset to get to the point of giving more rather than just taking, 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 taking. And yeah. because we had helped them, they were in a position now to help, I believe it was one of their clients. So instead of them, you know, charging their clients for, I think it was something to do with gas and heating. And yeah. around this time of the year, it's very pricey for people. Yeah, so I yeah, think yeah. what happened was, is that bef- before it was a thing where they had to charge people, but now they're at a point where they can just offer it for free. And they have been because they know that it's kind of like they're passing it forward. Passing on instead, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead, instead of being like to us, like, yeah, I want to give you guys this and that. No, they're just passing it forward. And I actually prefer it when people pass it forward. Yeah, because bro, I know that yeah, it's, it's like, it's like when you have a, if you, if you like a match, right? If you just have a match standing by itself, it will like, but it will, it will eventually burn out. No, yeah. Exactly. But then when you, when you match it amongst, hundred other matches. Matches, yeah. It's like Light slowly over flames. time, it mm. lights one flame, then lights the next flame. Then next, you know, you're just seeing a bunch of flames is lighting, and then just the whole room's bright. And of that's course. what people don't understand that you know when you are an individual, stop thinking that you are somebody who ha- you can't impact somebody. You can. Yeah, of course. Um, see uh, what you were saying about people like Malcolm X, uh, Gandhi, and stuff. Mm. To be honest, with Gandhi, I'm not really a big yeah, fan Gandhi, of him, I'm not but... a big fan of him. Yeah, I don't cause... know why I said him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy did some weird stuff, but like we'll have a conversation <laughs> for another time. We'll leave that for another, another podcast or something. Yeah. But yeah, like look, these people, yeah, all started with one person. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. see this. So when people think that you can't make that impact in the world, you can as well. Like it just starts with that one person. You know what I'm saying? And then because mm. at, at at one point, don't you think they were thinking like the way we were thinking? Mm. You know what I mean? 
maybe they weren't. Maybe they had utmost faith in themselves. Mm. That 100% I'm going to change the world. Mm. Or do something significant. You get me? I mean, that's what it takes. It takes blind faith to do, to achieve whatever the, um, what, whatever it is you want. You get me? Mm. Um, mixed with what? Emotion and, and um, action. Mm. You get me? It's like a trifecta. You have you have to have these three um, things in harmony for for you to achieve what it is that you want to achieve. And I feel like these people that you mentioned, they, they did it very, very well. And they were able to um, like almost infect other people with that same positivity mm. and that same attitude. And because of that, they had a million duplicates of, duplicates of themselves. Mm. I mean, not like maybe not intellectually, but in terms of having like their beliefs. Mm. You get me? Mm. It's very infectious. I feel like everything that other people do and even yourself do can be contagious to other people. That's why you have to be mindful of linking back to what we were saying before about what you digest. If, let's take, for example, if you have a, b- a bunch of friends and they're negative people, the words that they speak are negative. Their self-talk is negative. Sometimes that can be contagious. Because sometimes you'll be around yes. somebody and they're like, oh, no, I can't do it or blah, 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 blah. Like very self-defeated people. I feel like I, I try my best to stay away from those people on a personal level because most of the time they will infect you with their doubt. And 100%. When you are infected with doubt, that then affects your results because now you're thinking, oh, what if I can't do it either? Do you see, know what I mean? See, um, do you know when I was younger, yeah, when I first started my entrepreneurial journey, I, ch- I stayed away from my friend circle. Mm. Do you know that? Like, for... <laughs> um, they actually mock me as well, bro, because, like, I never used to come out and stuff. Mm. Because, but, bro, like, I kind of knew that they weren't thinking in, like, in the same way I was. Yeah. And being around them, I knew they might, like, do you know when you hear it a few times, like, the sly comments, la, la, mm. and obviously it doesn't matter to you, but, like, because you know it's part of the journey. You, when you've heard other entrepreneurs talk about their journey and stuff, like, and you hear it for the first time, you know what's like you don't really let the negativity affect you yeah but then like when you're surrounded by it and you think that all right cool i won't i won't be affected by this negativity no matter how much i'm around it um that's kind of where you're wrong because you will start feeling the effects of it when it comes from Mm. people people that you expect to support you Mm. you know what i mean Um, namely friends and family so um i feel like once you um once you can get over that point, um, you, you're you're in a much stronger position to to move towards your goals. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because people get caught up, like um, thinking that, um, well, worrying about the opinions of their um, of friends and family when really it doesn't matter. It's just you know an opinion. Mean? It's just an opinion, like like anybody else's. Mm. You get me? And the more you are around that around that negativity the more it's going to show up in your own life as well because you're going to start um maybe not uh, on purpose but start embracing those thoughts yourself you get me like mm. it may not work la la all this stuff and then you you start being around them and start having the same habits as them mm. especially especially but when you when you take yourself away from that environment you have your chance to develop your own habits mm. You get me? Become who you are. Yeah. When you spend time alone. See, this is what I say to people. Like, if, if you're struggling with 
who you are and um, what you're doing in life right now. Spend some time alone. You get me? Like, mm. stay away from every every outside influence and think to yourself, like, what is it that I really want to do mm. and achieve? You get me? Because you're giving yourself headspace. You're giving yourself time to think. When your mind is clouded with, uh, I've got bills, I've got this, la, la. Um, obviously, you won't, you, you give yourself, you give yourself no time to think. And this is what I say very often is people give themselves zero time to think. You get me? If you, if you ask the average person, how often do you sit and think by yourself? They'll probably say never. <laughs> never. And, and it, some people will say always, but what will it be about? Yeah, it's more about like them beating themselves up or something like that. They're more exactly. overthinking than exactly. thinking with intention. Exactly. Mm. Self-reflection is key, man. Like, what kind of questions was you asking yourself when you... Well, I'm, I'm, I'm presuming that when you put yourself in this kind of isolated environment where it's just you, what kind of things were you asking yourself that... Am I crazy? <laughs> am I gonna be am I gonna be right or am I gonna yeah. prove these people wrong? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um should I get a job? Well mm. like I mean that only came when I heard like very, very close people start saying it to me. Yeah, should I oh maybe you should get a job, maybe you should do this and yeah, do that. Yeah, maybe but then you know what the thing is, bro, yeah, even if I entertained the thought, I never went through with it. Mm. Because I had like as soon as I got out of that environment or away from that person I was talking to, bro, I always told myself, what, what's wrong with you, man? Why are you... <laughs> you get me? Yeah. You know yeah. You me? And it's weird to think that even when you have nothing. Yeah. Because they look like they're right. Yeah. You get me? 100%. And it happens. And then it happens and you're like, no, I was right. Mm. It's because that I feel like it's like they can't see the same vision that you're seeing because they have a different set of information that you have so when you have this set of information and then you've, you kind of devise a plan in your head about it even if you were to explain it to that person they probably won't see it the same way how you see it so it's like sometimes you just gotta just show up and just show them with action listen this is what i was saying this is what i was i, I had in my mind and now it's in reality this is what i was working towards the whole time when he was telling me i should get a job and i should do this and i should do that because i remember even when i started doing forex for example my mum and my sister didn't believe in me. They um, thought it was just a little little sham. Do you know what I mean? Can I, can I just um, cut you off there for a second? Yeah, go ahead, bro. I don't think it's got nothing to do with the set of information. I'll tell you what it's got to do with. Your individual characteristic and your ambition. Mm. You get me? When people don't have the same ambition as you, they cannot see what you see. Mm. You know what I mean? But when you resonate with people with the same ambition as you, they, they, they can picture exactly what you see. You know what I mean? They're looking for it themselves. Mm. Get me? Because let's put it this way, yeah? Set of information, right? How many people have seen us go from zero to where we are now? Penny. And they have the exact same information as everybody else that joined us, right? Mm. You get me? So, what that is That is it? true. That is true. But at the same time, though, there's a lot of people that I saw that was more ambitious than me also had the same information but then they're in a different position oh no but they don't they don't have to join us to uh, sorry uh, i might have um misunderstood you there because i cut you off uh, apologies say that again bro um i was just saying that some people have had the same ambition ambition as me or even more ambition than me yet they are still down 
if you know what I mean. There's there's still not where financially as in as in as in like they're not where they want to be. Okay, like they haven't had their come up yet. Do I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, not in their career or financially. Yeah. So Um, sometimes I still think a piece of it is the information part, though. I think it's not separate. I think it is also the ambition, but it's also the the serve information because no one has the exact same information. that's quite an assumption because you have to factor in that not everybody's looking for what we're looking for. Exactly, that's what I'm I mean. Trying though. to do it in the way we're trying to do it, you know what I mean? Like, um, like not everyone's gonna we're gonna want to be a trader, you know what I mean? Want to mm, do crypto, hundred percent. But it doesn't take for you to be a trader or crypto to have ambition or see what another person can see for themselves. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, because when let's let's say for example, when when a kid tells me what he wants to do. Like, there was this one kid called, um, I forgot his name, but I remember his business very clearly because um, I think it's fully charged up or something or, mm. or plugged UK. I can't remember. It was one of the two. But um, actually, them two, them two linked through me as well. So they do business together because of uh, what, what I told the first kid to do. So he asked me, what shall I do for a business, etc. And... Um, I asked him what was his idea, isn't it? Because obviously I don't want to spill ideas to a kid and make him think that his his don't matter, isn't it? You get me? Yeah. See what he said. He said he wanted to sell charges. Yeah. And bro, even though it's not like you're not going to make like hella, a hell of a lot of sales quickly and make a lot of money. Like, bro, it's a good starting point. You know what I'm saying? Mm, it's a need. And, and I could see where he could take it. So... Mm. I encouraged him. You know what I mean? Like, I encouraged him because he, he told me his vision, his plan. And I was like, well, 100%, you can do that. Why can't you? And mm. he's doing it now. Mm. You get me? And it only takes for you to, like, just tell other people, like, yeah, yeah, you can do it too. Mm. Because um, the the whole time when you were doing it as well, most people probably were, were being negative towards you. Mm. You get me? So not only do you have the experience of how it feels... But because you've already been through it and done it, you know 100% like he's right. He, he can do it. You get me? As long as he's 100%. got a plan and he's, he's got blind faith in what he's doing and he's putting in all, um, all his trust into it and um, taking the right actions to get towards his goal, mm. he's going to get there eventually. Mm. You get me? But and, and why is it? It's because we had, we had that same ambition. Ambition. Mm. You get me? And so imagine him telling somebody else our age yeah but with less ambition and less like let's say self-respect you know what i mean Mm. because end of the day i feel like people that can't see it for themselves don't respect themselves enough you get me because Mm. you're doubting yourself you get me Mm. if if you think you can't earn a hundred thousand dollars in a day in a year in a month whatever it is yeah Who's the one putting the restriction down? You. you. Self-limitation. Exactly. Self-limitation. Self-limitation is one of those things that affects so many people and they don't even realise it. Like, there's so many times when I've gone to the gym with somebody and, like, they say that, oh, I can't do this next rep. I can't do it. I can't do it. And I say, go and just do it. I've been that person too. I've been that person. I I think everyone has at least, in the gym at least once, been that person that is it's hard not to be that person but then when you have that somebody who's next to you and they say no 
just try it and then yeah. if you listen to them if you actually just submit to that to that yeah. possibility that you could possibly do more that's when you start realizing that you can do at least five to ten more like <laughs> yeah, i must have yeah, yeah, yeah. said that to my boy and and he was like no bro i can't do it and I was like, go on, bro, just try it, just try it. Just try it. one more, no, one, no, more no. one more, bro, one, one more. more. That's what he just keeps saying, innit? And then they're like, damn. He finally did one more, but instead of doing one more, he did at least 10 more. I said, you see that? Like, you you told yourself that you couldn't do one more. And and then you decided that, you you decided to reject that, that idea. That reality. And, and, and create and, a new one. Exactly. And in that new reality, you did double what you were supposed, 10 times what you were supposed, you to, were supposed do. to do. Exactly. This is, this is the thing, like, no, th- this is what I don't understand. Like, it's a very simple concept. People just have to grasp it. You mm. just forget, forget all the thinking. But I hate the, do you know the, what's it called? The gimmick. Which one? The, the see it, speak it, believe it, achieve. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like because of that, people have been like, oh, like, it's a, it's a joke thing now, isn't it? You get mm. me? Like, I feel like if people just, like, start actually breaking down how the law of attraction works, yeah like, then they wouldn't have such a like it's it's weird though because everybody claims that they know how to use it and mm. claims that they are using it actively you get me and in in some in some shape or form uh, we can say that even we're not using it correctly you get me because why aren't we where we're meant to be right now well where we want to be there's only two things either our own self limitations in our own brain and our habits or it's time. Mm. It's not our time yet. Mm. Literally, you just gotta keep on doing what you're doing, and keep on doing. What, yeah, you exactly. will eventually get there. Exactly because consistency. I just kept doing what I was doing to get to where I was now. You know mm. what I mean? So it, uh, there is progress, but can I make it faster? Mm. You hear me? Can I can I um, stop doing certain things and build new habits, etc., to to make that come around faster? And you know these things are true. You know mm. which things you need to work on. But obviously, like every other human being, you have somewhat a lack of discipline here and there. Mm. You get me? It's very possible. Not everyone's perfect 100% of the time. Mm. There'll always be that little point where it's kind of like a roller coaster. Like you have the highs and you just have the lows. Sometimes you will be at the lows and that's fine. As long as you're working towards getting back to the highs as soon as you can possibly get there. And life that, gets life gets in the way sometimes as well. Yeah, hundred percent. Some Health, unexpected things. Matters. You know, what you I mean? might have you might have a relative that passed away and that hits you, yeah. and that I might make you slow down because now you're reflecting back on it, and you might even be become depressed or you might feel X, Y, Z. But at the end of the day, you know, first you have to acknowledge that that happened and give awareness to that and accept that. But I understand the, the extremity time, of these people that stay away from negativity to that point where mm, they will go to funerals and stuff like that. Mm, but I feel like it can desensitize you as well. 100%. It it's it's you... more of a coping mechanism. It's like bottling up emotions kind of thing. It's a similar mm. thing. You're just brushing it underneath the rug. But just because you brush it underneath the rug doesn't mean it's not there. It's still there. It's just building up. And at some point, it's going to get to the point where... You've got you've got so much build up there that you have to see. You have no choice but to because it's overflowing. Yeah, um, it's funny that you say that because that actually happened to me. Because mm. like, um, uh, my uh, grandmother died when I was younger, mm. but like, bro, I was in such a like fucked up mindset. Like, I couldn't even cry. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And like years later, when I when I thought about it, 
and thought about like like how I was before she died and stuff, innit? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, then it makes you think like, oh shit, bruv, innit? You get me? Yeah. Yeah, bro. Like one one day I just deeped it and I was like, shit, bruv, like, what did I what kind of person was I like being? I was like I was like a monster grandchild for a little bit, you know what I'm like? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting though how easy it is to fall into that trap because I know that a lot of people do. In fact, probably everybody's at least done it at least once. I know I've done it for sure. I used to put brush things underneath the rug, just boil it up, and that caused me to have anger issues. Yeah, and through having yeah. anger issues, yeah, same, I might, same. like if someone pisses me off, I'm fighting. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be that. We're straight. It's straight confrontational. You know what? I mean? Yeah. Like, like on you don't edge. have no chill at all. Uh, so someone says one thing to irk you and you're like trying to violate yeah and then that leads to more problems and then through exactly. those problems, it it, problems it's like it's like when you have a gambling addiction you lose your money the next thing you know you lose your house you lose your wife you lose your kids do you know what I mean it's the same thing when you're angry all the time we'll let things bottle up you might have an outburst and that leads like let's say if you have an outburst let's say if you go drinking after you have um, when when to, to cope with this outburst and next we know, whilst you're drinking, you end up being a flipping mess, and then you end up harming somebody if they yeah. piss you off. Yeah. Next yeah. we know you're in prison. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, is is yeah, that yeah. simple? Is that quick for yeah. things to advance to that stage? Bro, you of know, no return. You know what's so funny? Yeah. You know, in the Black Basil's pe- po- shit, Black Basil's podcast. Yeah. I right. forgot to mention that I nearly went to jail, bro. Really? For something I didn't do. Yeah. Like, imagine. Um. So, like, when I was before my entrepreneur journey, yeah. Right before it, yeah, we caught a case for a cab driver, mm. yeah, but no one did anything. Mm. You get me? Like no one actually did anything. The cab driver was lying and shit. Yeah, mm. um, and basically, like, obviously, we bust case on that. But bro, I was on pro, I was on um, what's it called? Curfew stuff like that for two years. Mm. Uh, obviously, didn't do too well at like staying at home and that. <laughs> Can't you know lie, I mean? that must have been a dream, it's not, though. It's like, not tagged, bro, isn't it? It's, it's not tagged, bro, isn't it? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, obviously, man, just still went outside and stuff. But, um, yeah, bro, when I um, when I caught that case is when, obviously, I realised that um, I need to change my life. You know what I mean? Because, like, bro, I didn't even do anything, nor did anybody else. But we still managed to catch a case where... Like, bro, it was convincing enough where I actually thought, like, th- we, we all actually thought we were probably going to go jail for something we ain't done. Because mm. the cab driver wanted the compensation and that, and he made up a story that five of us beat him. Brother, mm. I tell you honestly, yeah, this guy must have been, like, 60 years old. If five youths our age touched him, he would have been... Yeah, you would, you would have to be in hospital and there would have been some sort of evidence for that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But, like, bro, like, we were saying... Like, the first thing we said is where's his bruising mm. and stuff like that like if he's claiming that he got beaten up as bad as he's saying he is yeah like where's all this like proof and stuff and i don't know why bro they just really wanted to nick us so bad bro they just wanted mm. to probably want to make us. an example out of you yeah i don't know what it was bro like it's like it's very obvious that we didn't do anything but mm. um yeah it's i feel like one of the person statements didn't do us justice uh, justice either ah uh, it's one of them ones. you know like that you get me guy got a bit scared on that <laughs> you got scared straight <laughs> <laughs> a good we know what though like it's it's 
it's good that that happened to you though, because if you think about it, if that event never happened to you, you probably wouldn't be where you are today. You might even still yeah, be stuck in your old ways. Like, oh, I ain't even their friends anymore, bro. You know what I mean? Mm. Like they're waste man as it is, bro. Mm. They'll probably even if they hear this podcast, they wouldn't say nothing to me in person as well, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man. Like, uh, see them kind of people as well, bro. Like, just. They just waste of space. Like they, they'll just bring more negativity and bad luck into your life. Mm. Um, you get me. And even if it's not luck, it's it's, it's down to loyalty. Mm. You get me. And when you, and when you're in a situation like that, loyalty shows. Like as I said, the state one statement nearly got us nicked for something we didn't do. Yeah. You get me. Mm. And you just you just realize, isn't it? Like, I'm, I'm wasting my time being around these people, thinking they're gonna be my friends forever. I should start just focusing on myself. Fuck yeah, him. that's how you gotta be though. You just gotta say fuck him. Yeah, do you? I'm saying yeah. That's uh, yeah. That's what happened, bro. And like through that, and then then I was like, oh yeah, maybe I should change up and um, do something meaningful. Mm. And then that's is is that when you started to think about different ways how you can impact other people and to help other people's lives improve and stuff like that. Yeah, and do you know what's weird? What comes in is that network marketing. Um, thing that um i was talking about on uh black basil's podcast as well was uh, mm. the, um it was acn oh yeah. i know about acn that's that's yeah. the one that i did yeah and bro like obviously the way they sold it to me is exactly what i was looking for you know yeah what I mean? because um but um like i said um it wasn't a um income for me it was mm. more like self-development for me yeah me because so- I, I was thinking about, oh, I want to change my life and that. And then that popped up. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The opportunities arise for you. Mm. And little did I know, even though it wasn't about making money for me, it was like the foundation for my development as a businessman. Mm. You get me? Like understanding how to talk to people, understanding how um, taxes work, how um, to, to sell to people. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, learning an actual trade. Like you, you, once you have these things under your belt, you're like, okay, cool. Now I can go do this for myself. You get me? Mm. Like I can, I can create my own, my own thing. I just have yeah. to find the skill that I'm good at. Yeah, and mm. also enjoy as well. Funnily enough, I did. I wasn't actually looking for any skill because I thought, like, because of um, what's it called? What I do, um, like in terms of dance and stuff like that, like. Uh, and music etc I thought yeah like I'll make a business out of that yeah. Forex came to me by accident mm. you get me and then I just didn't realise I had so much of an interest in it mm. what was it like when you first found it though like like finding it because imagine going from how you was making money before to then finding a new thing where it's like you literally just press buttons and then withdraw I thought that uh, I would quit quit dealing and shit like that because of it very quick you know mm. what I mean but it wasn't the case and like um, you see when you're telling people I'm learning to trade and I'm trading but at the same time you're selling mm. it doesn't make sense you know yeah, what I mean yeah they're like well why are you still doing it yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah. Bro. and because the reality was I wasn't making that much money you know mm. what I mean? You just started back then. Yeah, I just started. You know what I'm saying? But I was trying to like move and see this is what I mean about being around people as well, that like, negative, bro. Because see that shit affects you, bro. 
Mm. You get me? Like you, you, you kind of like still get sucked into the old habits and stuff. You get mm. me? And what I should have done from the start is dropped everything else I was doing and only solely focused on forex. Mm. You know what I mean? Burn all your ships. Mm. You know, I have a question about that, actually. So let's take, for example, because I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who, it might not necessarily be Forex, but they're currently doing something that they shouldn't be doing and they want to transition into something that will benefit them, but also will help them to help other people. How do you think people could transition from doing value that their time. to that? Value their own time more. Mm. Value your time, bro. You only have a limited time on the earth. Why are you going to waste time doing something that you don't like to do? Mm. Or doesn't doesn't make you passionate or get you up at night? I mean, like, your passion is different to your purpose, though. This is what I've said before. Um, so passion is something you enjoy to do. But mm. purpose is what you were born to do. Mm. You know what I mean? So like, so, like, for me, like, my passion is, like, bro, I like to rap. I like to dance. I like theatre. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, stuff like that. Um, anything to do with... Um, musical arts bro but my purpose is to help people mm. you get me because that's what kind of gets me up you know what i mean like it, it it's, it's all good like having a passion in something but bro like having a purpose and doing something that you know that you're meant to do is different mm. you get me because it's like an obligation you get me it's like an mm. unwritten obligation it's like mm, a it's your responsibility contract. now. You kind of know. You know what I mean? You know yeah. what it's meant for you. Mm. You get me? You, so, know, you know what it's meant for you as well when it comes easy as well in the sense of you're not necessarily looking for it. It just comes. It just falls in your lap. And you're like, oh. And the next thing you know, you're like, oh. And this is what I'm this? saying. With, with crypto, with Forex and that, I wasn't looking for it. Mm. You get me? I was looking for opportunity. Mm. And it's funny because when you was looking for that opportunity, it wasn't even that that specific that initially dropped at you at your feet. It was the other thing that developed you. So that means you was ready to then take on that opportunity when it was time for you to come and take on that opportunity. Exactly. So, um, see, I feel like when people talk about um, like how quickly they need to achieve their goals, like like I said earlier, like um, how comes. Are, are, are we using the law of attraction correctly? Because we're not maybe where we want to be in the time frame. Mm. But, um, like, if you if you are using it correctly, um, shouldn't you be there right now? But not mm. necessarily, because maybe you needed that time to develop and mm. that was meant to happen. You attracted all that into your life. See, it can't, and when you think back at it, yeah, when you think back to it, sorry, um, like you couldn't have been where you are now in a shorter amount of time mm. because you needed to go through all that. You mm. get me? Some people need more development than others. Maybe I was like further gone than other people. You know what I mean? Mm. I needed to bring myself back. Like there's, there's a lot of people. Um, I feel like the younger generation now a lot more clued on than I was at their age. Mm. At, at my age, sorry. They're a lot more clued on than I was at, at their age. Mm. They're, they're they're a lot smarter they're, they're so much more um like in tune with what they want to do i didn't know what i really wanted to do to be honest i i just kind of like floated through everything mm, just coasted autopilot yeah man like and it was weird because i knew that i knew that i wanted to be successful and rich you know what i mean i just didn't know how 
again and that's why i just explored a lot of different things that's why i feel like i'm good at a lot of different things is because i try to explore a lot of things see what actually like made me want to get up and do it over and over and over again again mm. there's only three things as well for me it's music dance and um forex mm. stuff like that yeah anything to do with investing mm. so it's kind of like you've got one that stimulates so you said music dance forex so one of them is like more rhythm based it moves your body mm. one of them is more mental so it feels like your the, the the sound it's like having a sound guy do you know what i mean and the other yeah. one is like this is the one that's using the logical side of my brain. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's interesting. You've got like a, a, a set of yeah, ones yeah, that yeah. stimulate different parts of you. And and now I'm going into like 3D modeling and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. How's great... that going? Uh, it's all right, bro. It's quite hard, you know. It's, it's harder than I thought. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, obviously, it gets, you get, um, it's one of those things that you get better at, at as you keep um, devoting time to it, isn't it? Mm. But, um. When you first um, jump on the software, it can feel really overwhelming. Yeah, there's a lot of different presets and different a lot, a lot of things to do to learn. Yeah, like mm. but see, this is the thing. Like people get overwhelmed by the first thing they see, and they're like, "All right, cool, I can't do this." Mm. But I'm never like that. I'm always like, "All right, cool. If I can't understand, like, bro, I don't need to understand everything at once." Let me look at the most basic thing. Yeah, literally the foundations. Perfect that. And then I'll move on to the next thing and perfect that. One step at a time. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's weird. Like, when people play games and that, they don't go to the fucking last level straight away, do they? Nah, they go in the, the, the tutorial first where it walks them through each button that you have to press. Exactly. And throughout <laughs> the game, would it be fun if you went straight to the last level? Nah, you would no, just get frustrated and just throw it away. The journey is what matters, isn't it? You know what I mean? Mm. The whole the whole story, the whole like um the whole grind from start to finish is what matters. You get me? Mm. Because that's what makes the finale and, and your final destination so worth it. So it's like it's not about the end goal, it's more about what you learn on the way. Yeah, mm. I would say so. Because Bro, I'm not going to lie. I did achieve a lot of my goals here. And it's not really changed anything, really. Like, you know what I mean? Everything's still the same. Mm. It's But how I feel, like, as a person, I feel like I feel so much more confident in myself. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I, I've done what I said I would do. You get me? The way people said I couldn't do it. Mm. So it's big. It's instilled this, instilled another sort of faith in myself. You get me? That yeah, I'm I'm right. More mm. time. Like you should you should be more confident in yourself. You should trust what you're saying and what you're thinking. Mm. You get me? Because you know when you spend years like doubting yourself, like obviously you don't spend years doubting yourself, otherwise you wouldn't get here. But like you have those phases where you have them uh, seeds of doubt sown into you, like. And then you come out of it and you're like, whoa, like, see, I was right that whole time. There's, there was no need to worry. Mm. As long as you carry that into the next phase of your life, I'm pretty sure you can level up again. Mm. You get me? Because why would you want to go back to thinking, oh, like maybe the next thing I won't, I'm going to do is I'm going to work. Mm. You get me? Carry that same energy. You know what as well? It's like, uh, as I was speaking on the previous episode, 
of School of Higher Thought with uh, Black Bezos, I was yeah. talking about the speed of trust. I was talking about how character and competence are the components of trust. Yeah. So when it comes to trusting yourself, you have to have the character, like the integrity and making sure you're honouring the things that you're saying, but also yeah. having a competence to complete tasks, to be able to do what you intend to do. Do you know what I mean? And as you do more, whether you're learning more, whether you're just doing the small steps day by day, just yeah. sticking to a routine, that's you telling yourself that you have the competence. And as yeah. you tell yourself that, you're going to have more self-belief and more trust in yourself. I mean, you trust yourself, you trust in your vision more, you trust in your plan more, you trust in what you're aiming to do more. And I think that ties into exactly what, you, what you're talking about as well. Yeah, 100%. Um, I feel like um, the thing is when, when people make their first mistake, they don't try again. Mm. That, I feel like that's where that, that competence thing ends because that's it like the one mistake and that's it i mean i'm i'm incompetent i can't do this mm. why am i trying la la you know what i mean mm. I just, and it's just like if you keep doing that every single time because you think that everything's going to go perfect the first time you try it like you're never going to go anywhere you literally you're supposed to fail so you can learn yeah like this bro there's people that are close to me in my life here yeah? like that failed on their I mean gave up on their first attempt Mm. you get me well not on their first attempt well let's say their first failure Mm. you get me and I've seen the kind of repercussions that have that that it has on a person when you give up on something that you had so much like belief in but you Mm. didn't trust yourself enough to pull through you get me and keep going yeah you get me like, Most and, definitely, and, and people manage to sow that seed of doubt in you. So, like, and and then, and then all you're thinking all this time is like, why did I listen to them? Mm. You get me? There's there's people that I've even spoken to. Like, let's say for example, I know I know one guy yeah, that I met at a um, that at a charity was um, invested in American Airlines. Mm. So he was an employee of the company, and. Um, his dad wanted to uh, get the carpet redone. Mm. So he had about $1,000 worth of stock or something like that. I can't remember how much he had. He, he, I can't put the uh, figure on it, but I remember the amount he had at the end. So, um, well, he was meant to have at the end. Um, so he sold his stock, yeah, which was worth, I know 100% is worth less than $5,000, yeah, to get uh, carpets done mm. all around the house, etc. Yeah. The next day, yeah, he told me. The next day, American Airlines stock boomed. Bro, he lost out on 30 grand. And he didn't want to sell it. And he Mm. didn't want to sell it. Mm. But, like, because his dad said, whatever it was, yeah, like, he didn't have enough trust in himself. Mm. You know what I mean? And continue to hold the stock. If he held it for one day, Maybe Literally. less than one day. Maybe it was like 12 hours. Oof. Imagine that, seeing a 12-hour difference between something that you've held since you started working at the company because the company paid you that in shares mm. like, as, part of your, as part of your salary. But like on on the hunch, you decided to sell it because you needed to get your carpets done. Mm. And I bet that carpet is probably dusty now. 
And he's probably thinking, I should have held the fuck out of that stock. <laughs> I know I mean, he's think- If you've got something that you can see being here in 10 years' time, why would you sell it? Mm. Unless it's made a c- crazy gain in a short amount of time and like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and you feel like it's like, you know what, I made my profits, I'm happy with it, let me withdraw. That's fine. You get me? But That's fine. You know what I mean? This is just one person's, like, anything that a person says can can um, drag you off your path, bro. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I know that's definitely something that I've seen myself in Forex as well because even running the HF channel, sometimes um, some clients might pop up to me and yeah. they will say, oh, um, I might send my analysis in. And I say, cool, yeah. uh, Euro USD sell or buy. And then somebody's like, oh, you know what, but my analysis is, is saying... This and that. I'm oh, like, yeah. cool, follow your analysis then. Like, bro. if that's your analysis, follow it. <laughs> but bro. with me, I don't follow another, other people's analysis because that temp, that messes with my results because my analysis is a, a, a system that I have developed and I have tested and I know that, cool, even if it doesn't bang, at least I know I follow my system. Do you know what I mean? And I know you've probably experienced this so many times Especially with everyone in the crypto I scene. I couldn't tell you, bro. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> no, as soon as you said it, I was like, damn, bro. I'm like, oh, I'm fucking, thank fuck no one does that anymore, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting. Like, People don't really do that no more. <laughs> I mean, like, you get it here and there, but, yeah, like, bro, trust me, they don't do it to me anymore, man. Usually it's the, the, the newer clients, huh? Yeah. Once you haven't learned yet. And then once, once, like, they see the majority of things going our way then they're like all right cool it's mm. best to, to stick with what they're doing literally and it's literally as simple as just like just follow your own analysis like you said yeah we're, we're not like i said we're not financial advisors that are regulated so people still mm. have to do their own due diligence and 100 percent. and if that's what they feel they should do they should do that exactly we that's what your research permits yeah that's what your research permits. You do that. But, however, you cannot blame us for what happens after that. Mm. Literally, because that's a decision that you've made. Yeah. However, though, like, it's good that people try. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. I encourage them to try. They should try. But they should just, like, try and, like, take it on the chin as well. Like, because, obviously, what you're saying is you say it from experience. You know what I mean? Mm. Everything I say, I say it from experience. It's only to benefit them, but um, now obviously, you you can't force people to to think a certain way or trade a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Definitely not, especially if it's like your your own strategy molds around your personality. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone has their own personality when it comes to investing and trading and all these different things. With me personally, I'm a bit sporadic. So I have to, I can't, I struggle with swing trading because I don't have the patience for it. Do you get what I'm saying? Whereas you're a very patient person. You can hold a trade for multiple days and be fine. But with me, I'm like, I want to see some more results now. Do you know what I mean? That's why I scout. Yeah, how many times so I've, like, seen, I've seen my analysis go right, yeah, if I was just a little bit more patient. You know what I'm saying? Mm, like, literally. When you've seen that, and because like, bro, um, you know how you said that, like obviously we're different in terms of, what kind of profits you want to see in what time frame 
because mm. of like your mindset and that, isn't it? Like it's not that it's a bad thing. It's just that we have different different outlooks on it, isn't it? Yeah, it's all perspective. The, the thing is, is that I can't trade the way you trade mm. because it's too mentally frustrating. Mm. You get me? Like, I, I, I hate losing quickly. Mm. You get me? I don't mind losing if it's if it's taking some time and it's invalidating my analysis. But <laughs> doing, what you're, doing what you're doing is very hard for me because mm. it doesn't doesn't work for me uh, mentally. And this is the thing. Like, do you know how you said that, um, people will send you their analysis? Mm. Like, um, when I first started fishing pips and people would here and there like send me analysis, I would like somewhat listen to them. Yeah. And, say to, and think, all right, cool, yeah, bro, you maybe have a point. But then the more I realized is that if I just stuck to what I was doing initially, I would have way, made way more profit. I just started ignoring everything. Yeah. You get me? Like, you, yeah. you, you, you look at it, obviously, you you show respect to people you you um like have a look at what they're saying and stuff but you don't ever take it in as like yeah that's what's gonna happen mm, can't take it in as gospel you can't be like yeah like you're what you're saying is more right than what i'm saying because yeah, it's that's just like you saying that like your analysis is, is 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 invalid but you've tested it so why you already know from experience that most likely if these different things happen in the markets this is the most likely thing to happen next if i also know that i'm halfway to being wrong mm, exactly the same way i'm halfway to being right you know and if I you mean? are wrong you've got the risk management there exactly <laughs> see this is the thing <laughs> it's, like, it, it, it's a very simple system that people just can't comprehend like it's, mm. we just keep it very simple simplicity is key yeah, that's it but yeah i think i i think i'm gonna end it here no worries my bro if you guys i said if you guys what I meant to say is, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a great conversation. Um, I'm very happy to have finally have had you in this, on, in this podcast. The blessing. Uh, for all of you guys listening out there, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Ricky's DLs will be in the description below if you want to give him a follow on, on, on social media. Um, if you guys want to check out anything else, it will be there for you to, to check out. With that being said, peace thank and you prosperity. Very Take care, Isaac. Yeah? Take care, bro. Have a meet, my bro. So love. Peace.